Right, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, fans, friends and family, uh, viewers, listeners, and potential other wrestling and other podcasters as well, welcome to the 65th. Welcome to the 65th Nerdic Pro Podcast. Podcast. Right? Um, where today, for the second podcast of today, there's going to be three in one. Right? Three podcasts in one. Right? Uh, thankfully here on Anchor and... Excuse me. Uh, thankfully here on Anchor and Spotify podcasts, um, us people who actually, us podcasters who use uh, the Anchor app can um, can uh, make different sections um, of, um, and segments of podcasts, um, so yeah, that's what I want to do today, edit out each prediction, well, Make each prediction uh, one segment of the podcast, um, so you guys can go listen to um, each um, sort of segment and prediction uh, without having to wait uh, uh, to listen or fast forward in the podcast to that point. You can just click on uh, the uh, options down below to then uh, click on to that segment. Uh, and that prediction uh, or review um, because today, tonight I am here with two predictions and a thought uh, slash review as well where I will be predicting um, night two of uh, Wrestlemania 38 uh, slash 2022 um, uh, predicting um, tomorrow night's NXT uh, stand and deliver um, event uh, as well as giving my thoughts on uh, the 2022 uh, WWE uh, the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame um, inductions. So yeah, there's going to be quite a bit to talk about um, uh, today on uh, on this uh, podcast episode, the 65th podcast of the Nerdic Pro as well. My personal 64th, but the 65th podcast in the in the Nerdic Pro. Fuck you know. We've come a long way. Uh, it's come a long way, and I thank you guys ever so much for continuously watching and listening to the podcast. For those of you who uh, listen, who have just started listening to the Nerd Pro podcast uh, here on Anchor or Spotify podcasts, and you're wondering where the other um, fifty-two podcasts are then may I direct you over to Facebook uh, on facebook.com uh, forward slash Nerdic Pro. 
where you can listen to every other podcast that's not on here uh, on Anchor slash Spotify podcasts. So yeah, um, on the, over there you can listen to uh, interviews with the likes of the professional Nathan Cruz, uh, the Alpha Athlete C.W. Davis, uh, Brett Semtex, uh, Smashing Mike, uh, and British wrestling legend Marty Jones. Um, so yeah, now on with today's podcast. So, uh, to start off uh, today's podcast here on Anchor and Spotify Podcasts, um, I am going to be reviewing my thoughts on the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame uh, inductions um, or inductees. And it's a pretty, pretty good lineup uh, for inductees for the 2022 um, class of the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, inductees being the likes of um, Rick and Scott Steiner uh, of the Steiner Brothers, former two time IWGP tag team champions over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, former multi-time WCW tag team champions, former Preston City Wrestling PCW tag team champions, absolute legendary tag team. Uh, Rick Steiner is also, funnily enough, the father of Bron Breaker. Um, Bron Breaker is a man who I'll be getting onto a bit later on in this podcast when I speak about NXT Stand and Deliver. Uh, we'll also be seeing inducted um, former multi-time WCW champion and New Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP heavyweight champion. Oh, it's time. Big Van Vader uh, is also due to be inducted. Um, uh, the Warrior Award recipient is um, one half of crime time, a man who unfortunately uh, passed away uh, not long into the COVID pandemic back in 2020, back in, I want to say, March, April time uh, of 2020. Um, A man who uh, was a brave, brave man to go into the ocean and help get his daughter out of the ocean in a very, very strong current. Um, former WWE superstar and former one half of crime t- of the Crime Time tag team of Shad Gaspard, um, a man who is unfortunately no longer with us uh, due to that tragic event um, in him uh, saving his daughter's life, uh, risking his own for his risking his own life for his daughter's. Uh, that I've got absolutely the utmost respect for uh honestly um i always loved shad gaspard and i always loved crown time as a tag team do you know what i mean um and hearing the news about shad gaspard's passing i kind of felt a bit like down do you know what i mean like because I feel like that with any wrestler, do you know what I mean? But especially given the circumstances on on how he actually passed away, 
Do you know what I mean? Um, like considering like the circumstances of like how he passed, uh, like how he passed away. Do you know what I mean? Death in itself, no matter, um, like nine times, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. No matter who it is, it's tragic to know what I mean um, and especially with Shad Gaspard and especially given the circumstances um, on how he had actually unfortunately lost his life do you know what I mean um, and I think that for him to become uh, the 2022 uh, WWE Hall of Fame uh, Warrior um, Award recipient uh, is is an incredible honour um, because I think that his daughter's gotta, um, like his daughter slash family members are, are gotta accept it on his behalf, because obviously, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. Um, but uh, yeah. So um, uh, so yeah. God, uh, so yeah. God rest his soul. Uh, rest in peace, Shad Gaspard, uh, as well as Vader, uh, who who is who's uh who's uh, being inducted. It's this year's Hall of Fame. He's also unfortunately no longer with us as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so also uh, we will be seeing the induction of, I can't actually remember how you pronounce her name, uh, Queen Charmel. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Queen Charmel, Queen Charmel. What are the two? Uh, the former manager, uh, well, former WCW Nitro girl. Um, Back when WCW was still about, um, as well as the longtime manager of former five-time WCW champion, former ten-time WCW tag team champion, um, former WWE gold-plated world heavyweight champion. Uh, can you dig it, sucker? WWE Hall of Famer, uh, Booker T. Um, Green Chamel was the long-time manager of Booker T in both WCW uh, as well as in the WWF uh, in the later WWF years and especially in the WWE as well. Um, she's due to be inducted into this year's WWE Hall of Fame. Now, uh, my favouritist, right, you, you guys are probably going to kill me on my grammar, right, I don't care. Right, my favoriteest, bestest wrestler of all time, right, is going to be inducted tonight into the WWE Hall of Fame. That man being none other than the legendary, the phenom. The one and the only, the iconic icon of the WWE. A man who had a 30-year in-ring career with the WWE. Not many people can actually say that, do you know what I mean? To have a 30-year career with one wrestling company, or in any job, do you know what I mean? To work for one company for 30 years, do you know what I mean? How many people can say that, do you know what I mean? Um, like, not many, do you know what I mean? Uh, and with The Undertaker, right? Like, he is honestly my most favourite wrestler 
of all time, right? Um, and a couple of you guys who regularly listen to the Nerdic Pro podcast, right, have asked me uh, to do a podcast uh, dedicated to, excuse me, dedicated to my favourite wrestlers, uh, to, like, to make a list of my favourite wrestlers of all time, right? Which I will do at some point, right? I will do after this podcast in extravaganza, right? Um, give it a week or two that I will do a podcast designated on my favourite, or my most favourite wrestlers of all time. But, um, yeah, so, uh, The Undertaker, right, there is no man, in my opinion, more deserving um, than a WWE Hall of Fame induction. In my opinion, there's not a single person in the professional wrestling business who's been as respected, as well-known, as well-loved, as well-liked, as well-noticed, and as well-noticeable than The Undertaker, right? The Undertaker, as I've said already on this podcast and in previous um, podcasts as well, um, that I have been a, a massively huge fan of The Undertaker for years, right? And I And the second... The second I found out that he was going to be inducted into this year's WWE Hall of Fame uh, class of 2022, right, I actually started crying, tears of joy, do you know what I mean, because I have waited so many years for this, do you know what I mean, since 20, I want to say 2014, right, 2015, right, I've I've been wanting Mark Calloway. I've been wanting The Undertaker to be in the Hall of Fame. I've been wanting Mark The Undertaker Calloway to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Right? He's got The Undertaker's Last Ride documentary series on the WWE Network. Right? That fucking incredible documentary series. Right? I've watched all the episodes of it more times than I could actually give a shit to count, right? Um, But, uh, yeah, the second I found out that he was going to be an induction into this year's WWE Hall of Fame class, right? I was probably like a load of other people. I don't care if I wasn't. Right, I, I don't care the fact that I, how I'm actually admitting this, right? I actually cried tears of joy, right? I was posting on Facebook, sharing posts on Facebook for days, uh, for days on end, showing my excitement, showing my happiness, right? Showing my respect for The Undertaker, right? Because he alone is my most favourite wrestler in the history 
of professional wrestling, right? And trust me, right, I myself follow a lot of wrestlers and a lot of wrestling companies from all over the globe. As I've said in previous podcasts, right, I'm 17 years of age. I'm a 17-year-old Brit, right? I'm from England, right? And I have been following wrestling for 13 years, right? I've been following wrestling probably not even a month, less than a month after my fourth birthday, right? Less than a month after my fourth birthday, right? So you're probably looking middle of December of 2008, Right, I've been a wrestling fan since, right? And the first ever, I can't remember if it was the first ever or one of the first ever things that actually got me into wrestling was The Undertaker, right? Because I remember seeing some highlights. Uh, I think The Undertaker earlier on that year had... Um, hang on, was that the year he wrestled Shawn Michaels? at Wrestlemania, hang on, because they were showing some highlights, um, I can't remember what channel it was on, but they were showing some highlights of The Undertaker's Wrestlemania match that year, um, was that the year he won the World Heavyweight title, or was that the year he won the, or like, that was that the year he beat Shawn Michaels, um, hang on, uh, WrestleMania, they were showing a highlight from WrestleMania 2008, um, hang on, uh, um, but, uh, yeah, and the highlight that was on it was uh, to do with The Undertaker, right? Because um, he had a pay-per-view match coming up at that point, right? He had a pay-per-view match coming up then. Um, at that point when, when I actually um, started getting into it. So this is WrestleMania 24. Uh, results. Defeated uh, Finley, I don't care. The uh, Undertaker. Yeah, The Undertaker had faced Edge um, for the World Heavyweight Championship. So, yeah, like I was, right? Um, he faced Edge um, and defeated Edge um, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, and my first memory of wrestling is watching that highlight. Was watching a highlight of The Undertaker. Uh, submitting Edge uh, to become the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion, right? Um, and then they were showing like a couple of like highlights of his career as well. Excuse me, excuse me. They were showing like a handful of um uh, things from his career uh, from his career as well. And then I, and then I'm like, I remember my dad saying uh, that he remembers watching The Undertaker from like back in the nineties, um, uh, wrestling guys like 
um, Hulk Hogan and um, Andre the Giant and Tio Santana and Randy Savage and Shawn Michaels and fucking uh, Bret Hart and fucking um, uh, what's his face Ricky the Dragon Steamboat etc 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 do you know what I mean because uh, my dad was a massive wrestling fan from back in the 90s he watched all the world of uh, sports stuff he watched all the WWE F like he watched all the WWF stuff uh, like he very rarely missed an episode of um, main event he very rarely missed an episode of Raw do you know what I mean um, and he very rarely missed a pay-per-view as well um, and, it's, uh, and like that goes with uh, like the Sunday world of sports shows as well do you know what I mean very rarely missed um, one line do you know what I mean um but like my dad gave up, uh, well, sort of stopped watching wrestling in like the late nineties, um, so he stopped watching wrestling for a while. So he, probably about ten years, uh, like nearly ten years, he'd um, not been a fan for. Um, so I'd not really been um, told about it as such. I just found it, and then my first memory of wrestling was the Undertaker. Submitting short, um, submitting Edge to become the new world heavyweight champion. Do you know what I mean? Um, from that highlight that I saw, right? Um, that's what got me hooked on wrestling, right? The Undertaker is the first wrestler that I have followed, right? And for the past 13 years, he's been a wrestler who I've stuck by. He's been a wrestler who I have absolutely loved and adored watching. Do you know what I mean? Um, and he's a wrestler who I've got a lot of time and a lot of respect for. Do you know what I mean? And the fact on how I can call him, well, the fact on how I'm calling him my favourite wrestler of all time, right? I don't have favourites in many things, right? I don't have a favourite soccer player. I don't have a um, famous um, NFL player. I don't have a famous NBA player, do you know what I mean? But wrestling, right? Wrestling's been my f main interest for, like, 98% of my life, do you know what I mean? For, like, 95-ish percent of my life, do you know what I mean? Uh, for 13 years of the 17 that I've been around, right? For the 13 years of the 17 years I've actually been alive and on this planet. Do you know what I mean? Um, and The Undertaker is a man who I have said is my most favourite wrestler of all time. And I am very, very happy uh, that he's uh, been inducted into this year's Hall of Fame. Do you know what I mean? Um, and the second I found out that he was being inducted into this year's WWE Hall of Fame. I, as I've said uh, on this podcast, I actually started crying out with tears of joy, like legitimate tears, right? The fact that how he was getting inducted, do you know what I mean? Because I've been wanting him in the Hall of Fame for about eight years, do you know what I mean? Um, for, about, uh, for about seven, eight years. Uh, for about seven or eight years, do you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, so... So yeah, he's my most favorite wrestler of all time, and he's to me the most deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. Do you know what I mean? Because as I've said already on this podcast, 
there's not a single person in the wrestling business who is as known as respected as iconic as well loved as well liked as successed and as documented and as iconic and as much of a legend in the world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment than The Undertaker than Mark Calloway Mark The Undertaker Calloway so yeah I I'm very thankful to the WWE for actually having it been um, inducted into the Hall of Fame this year and yeah it's a long time coming do you know what I mean as I personally have been saying fucking just shy of 8 years uh, that he needs to be inducted I've been saying for uh, just I've been saying for just shy of 13 years that he's my fucking favourite wrestler of all time do you know what I mean and um, uh, so yeah so I'm happy he's got to be inducted do you know what I mean I'm very very happy um, and yeah so anyways that's the end of this segment uh, join me in the next segment where I re- where I predict uh, night two of Wrestlemania see you in a sec right so welcome back guys um, we're now on this third segment of second podcast segment of this podcast uh, I will be predicting night two of Wrestlemania 2022 or Wrestlemania 38 the 38 year anniversary of Wrestlemania Wrestlemania is 21 years older than what I am fucking hell um, so uh, yeah quite hard to believe that Jesus Christ but um yeah, so, uh, night two, uh, as well as night one, has got seven matches on it. So, on the two nights, uh, so over the two nights, there are going to be 14 matches. That's unless anything changes tonight, uh, on tonight's uh, episode of SmackDown. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, before I get into the prediction, right, I would like to say I'm pretty pissed off the fact on how um, Finn Balor and um, Ricochet have finally been given championship opportunities, right? Uh, As Finn Balor as the United States champion and as Ricochet as the... Excuse me. Excuse me. And with Ricochet being the intercontinental champion, right? They're finally hitting the spotlight. Yeah, they're not actually being given a WrestleMania moment. Excuse me, that I think is a bit of a piss take, do you know what I mean? As Ricochet and um, Finn Balor are quite literally two of the top um, wrestlers on the WWE uh, main roster today. They were both massive names over in Japan and uh, all over the States, uh, whether it be... um, in New Japan, uh, 
um, fucking uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, um, Dragon Gate, Chikara, do you know what I mean? Um, or in Finn Balor's state when he was known as Vogel, uh, as Prince Devitt. Uh, well, Finn Balor was uh, founding father uh, of the uh, Bullet Club. Um, and uh, yeah, Ricochet traveled all over the world. Uh, some great historic rivalries with uh, the Aerial Assassin, um, Will Ospreay, right? Uh, Finn Balor had some great matches um, against the likes of Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, AJ Styles. Do you know what I mean? He was a founding member of the Bullet Club. Do you know what I mean? Uh, in his um, first run as NXT champion, he was a fucking fantastic wrestler. When he first came into NXT, brilliant wrestler. Do you know what I mean? Cannot deny that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, anyway, so. I'm just a bit pissed off the fact that uh, Ricochet and Finn Balor ain't actually being used on uh, this year's WrestleMania. Do you know what I mean? As the, as the WWE's two mid-card champions. So the card for night two, um, bearing in mind it's no doubt still card subject to change. Um, so yeah, the card is as, currently the card is as follows. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. The Raw Tag Team titles, uh, Randy Orton and um, Matt Riddle of RK Bro defend the Raw Tag Team titles against Angelo Dawkins and what's his face of the Street Profits, um, as well as um, Chad Gable and uh, Otis uh, of the Alpha Academy. Uh, Pat McAfee uh, will be taking on Austin Theory. Sami Zayn will be taking on Jackasses, Johnny Knoxville. Um, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships will be on the line where Queen Zelina and Carmella will be defending the titles against Sasha Banks uh, and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. The WWE... Um, well, no, the... We will also be seeing, excuse me, uh, we'll be seeing uh, WWE Hall of Famer, the rated R superstar Edge, uh, in a dream match uh, against uh, the phenomenal and another former member of the Bullet Club, another former leader of the Bullet Club, uh, the phenomenal AJ Styles. Um, this is this is my match of the night. Um, uh, so this is a match I've actually been wanting to see for a while. Um, uh, and yeah we will also be seeing uh, a unification match uh, for both the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship as well uh, between um, the head of the table uh, Roman Reigns versus uh, uh, Brock Lesnar uh, Roman Reigns being the um Universal Champion and then uh, Brock Lesnar being the uh, WWE Champion, right? Uh, again, I'm hoping this to be a good match, right? But then again, how many times have we seen this is a WrestleMania main event? This will probably be this will be what the third match we've seen between these two at WrestleMania since 2015. So you're looking at seven years to know what I mean. Um, 
so yeah, um, uh, so yeah, um, this man, this card, so night two of WrestleMania, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a better night uh, than night one. So Sunday, I'm predicting to be better than Saturday. So tomorrow night. Right, this is only because that I personally think you've got um, a dream match uh, on this card between Edge and AJ Styles, a match that tons of wrestling fans all over the world have been wanting to see for quite a while. Do you know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah, like I get that they've come face to face occasionally in the uh, past couple uh, Royal Rumble matches. But it's not a proper singles match. Uh, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so I'm... So, yeah, I'm not going to go through my predicted winners uh, for all seven matches. Um, so, starting off with Bobby Lashley, the almighty Bobby Lashley versus Omas. Omas, I don't really think he sticks out as a WWE wrestler, he doesn't stick out as a giant in WWE uh, compared to um, someone like Big Daddy V or Hulk Hogan or whoever, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that WWE are literally trying to make Omas as the modern day Andre the Giant, do you know what I mean? Um, and Personally, I don't see how you can have someone like Omas being the modern-day Andre the Giant. Because you look at Andre the Giant, right? He was known globally as the eighth wonder of the world. Do you know what I mean? Omas is known for literally wrestling... Like a piece of shit, do you know what I mean? Because um, Omas, literally, all he does is just fucking... Um, does, like... Picks, like, a bit like a bit of a choke slam. Like, like, that's got, like, an actual name, but I'm, I don't actually know what the actual move is called, right? Um, where you pick him up... Where you pick your opponent up with both hands, and then, uh, like, by the throat, and then you slam them down, um, like, on the back, um, and, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, the great Carly did it, Andre the Giant's done it a few, uh, did it a few times, and, uh, Omas is literally obsessed with doing it with Commander, uh, Aviv, and, um, or whatever his name is, and Apollo Crews, um, but, uh, um, yeah, because the difference with Andre the Giant and Omas is the fact on how Andre the Giant put bums in seats all over the world, whereas Omas is literally taking bums out of seats. Do you know what I mean? There's a bit of a difference. Andre the Giant sold tickets. Omas is refunding tickets. Do you know what I mean? Because um, personally, if Omas was wrestling locally to me, I really wouldn't hurry to go and see him, do you know what I mean, personally, um, because uh, I'm, because I'm asked, with respect, right, he's, 
not a wrestler, right? He's don't get me wrong, he is a fucking Everest of a man. He is fucking seven and a half foot tall. Right, I I get that. I get he's seven and a half foot tall, near enough. Right, I get he's a fucking big bastard, right? I get that he's a big tall lanky bastard, right? But I would if he was still about, I would certainly prefer to go and watch an Andre the Giant match than an Omas match. Do you know what I mean? The only way of like how I would happily pay to see an Omas match if he was against someone like Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, do you know what I mean? Somebody who actually puts bums in seats. Do you know what I mean? Um so yeah, like Andre the Giant helped literally sold tickets all over the globe because he was at said show. Omas refunds tickets, do you know what I mean? Um and uh yeah, so anyways, um my predicted winner for the match is Bobby Lashley. He's recently returning from a I believe uh collarbone um injury um that he had suffered during the uh match at the Royal Rumble that he had against Brock Lesnar. Um and uh obviously then Ended up getting pelted through the, um, the uh, glass, uh, one of the glass panes of the elimination chamber of the pod that he was situated in. So, yeah, um, anyway, so my predicted winner of Bobby Lashley versus Omas is Bobby Lashley. So, next up, I've got the Raw Tag Team Championships in a triple threat tag match for, uh, obviously, for the Raw Tag Team Championships, where the current champions of RK Bro, Matt Riddle, and Randy Orton take it on Angelo Dawkins and. Um, I can never remember the other bloke's name. Angelo Dawkins and the other bloke. I really cannot remember his name. Um. Uh, they will also be taking on the Alpha Academy of uh, Otis and Chad Gable. Um, personally, I do believe it's going to be a retain uh, by RK Bro of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Do you know what I mean? Because originally, when they first started out as a tag team, right, I thought that this was just going to be another one of WWE's tag teams that they're got to give a swift, like a short but sweet, excuse me, um, like a short but sweet tag team title run with, right, give it to them for the lesser part of three months, or even like a couple of weeks at that, right, and then uh, have them feud because of the loss of the titles, right, and then... That's it, they then go off and do their own separate things. But nah, WWE have stuck by this tag team of RK Bro, of Matt Riddle and the Viper Randy Orton, of the King of Bros, Matt Riddle, and the Viper um, and the Apex Predator of Randy Orton, right? And personally, I, as I've just said, I didn't, to start off with, right, I hated the fact that these two were actually a tag team. I must admit, I fucking hated it, right? But now, right, seeing the fact on how they're now two-time Raw Tag Team Champions, right, 
Uh, they're gaining a lot of respect from the WWE universe, and they're gaining a lot of respect from myself, uh, as well as other wrestling fans and wrestling critiques and wrestling podcasters, right? Um, so, yeah, I'm now starting to um, give them uh, quite a bit of respect due to the fact of how I think that WWE haven't fucked them over like they have done other tag teams in the past. Put them together literally out the blue, right? And then um, probably give them like a short but sweet tag team title run. Right, they lose the titles like a matter of weeks later, right, and then they start scuffling in the ring. Right, the person who uh, got pinned uh, or tapped out gets pushed by the tag team partner, right, and uh, and the tag team partner goes, "What are you doing? Why didn't you uh, stay down for the count of three? Why didn't you kick out? Why like, why did you tap? Why did you submit? Getting all fucking like up in his face and all that. Do you know what I mean? But um, and then we see the end of this tag team." Right, because it's happened in the past. It's happened in like every wrestling company. Do you know what I mean? No end of tag teams have been like it. Right, but WWE are the epitome um, uh, of actually doing that. Straight up tag teams that are literally the lesser part of six months old. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, uh, or even not even having like a tag team title run. Do you know what I mean? Having tag teams, right, and then having them split up because of like one loss or like uh, like one match loss or because they uh, ended up losing a um, they because they ended up losing a feud. Do you know what I mean? Whereas with um, Matt Riddle and uh, Randy Orton of RK Bray, they've stuck by them, right, to the point where the fans are now starting to respect it. Do you know what I mean? And I'm hoping the fact on how they're now actually building up a respected fan base, right? Because originally they were heel. Originally they were a tag team. Like, like, originally they were a heel tag team when they started teaming together. But now as time went on, they were kind of um, transitioning from a heel, uh, the bad guy tag team, into the into a good guy, babyface type of tag team. Do you know what I mean? Um... And uh, yeah, so this is why I'm like this is what I'm saying, right? I hope that even if they lose uh, on Sunday night, right? Even if RK Bro lose the tag team titles on Sunday night, right? And it be um, either the Street Profits or Afra uh, Academy pick up the victory and become the new Raw Tag Team title, um, the, the new Raw Tag Team champions. I do hope that the, the, the WWE do hang on to uh, RK Bro for at least another six to eight months. At least, do you know what I mean? Because um, I really do want to see more from this tag team. As I said originally, I didn't respect this idea of someone like Randy Orton teaming with someone like Matt Riddle. Do you know what I mean? Because they're two completely different wrestlers, right? The gimmicks and the characters are are two completely different things, right? Because um, you've got someone like Randy Orton, who's like the more serious uh, type of wrestler, right? His character and his gimmick in WWE is more serious, right? Whereas Matt Riddle's known as the King of Bros, right? Obviously, rides around on his scooter, 
Um, he's been doing that since his fucking um, progress and pro wrestling gorilla and WCPW days. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, and he even did it like once or twice in the fucking UFC. Do you know what I mean? Uh, when he was uh, fighting in uh, UFC. But um, yeah, like. Matt Riddle's the more jo- he's, he's a more like jokey type of character. It's a more sort of like uh, jokey type of gimmick, do you know what I mean? Um, but I, I, I think it is good uh, to a certain extent when they put a more serious um, kind of wrestler with a more sort of like in-your-face um, sort of family entertainer type of wrestler, do you know what I mean? Like they've now done with RK Bro with uh, Randy Orton and um, Matt Riddle. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like as I said, originally couldn't stand the thought of Matt Riddle and uh, Randy Orton being a tag team. As I said, I fucking hated it, right? But now, as we've been seeing them on screen like a lot more, seeing them very like put on some fairly decent tag team matches since they've been together. Right, as a tag team, right? And, um, yeah, and, yeah, they've earned my respect as a tag team. I just hope that as of Sunday, they don't get fucked over, right? And then end up breaking up because, like, like, end up splitting up as a tag team, right? If they end up losing the Raw Tag Team titles, literally two days after I say that they've earned my respect as a tag team, do you know what I mean? Because then, oh, they look like the dick, do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, um, so yeah, um, my predicted winners for the RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy Raw Tag Team title triple threat tag team match are Matt Riddle uh, and Randy Orton of RK Bro for a retain of the Raw Tag Team Championships. Now, moving on to match number three on the card, we have got the commentator himself of Pat McAfee um, taking on Austin Theory. I ain't going to spend too much time blabbering on about this. All I want to say is that I want to predict for Pat McAfee to win. This is one of the two matches on this card that I really didn't want to see happen. Do you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure you can guess with the other one. Johnny Knoxville. But, um... Uh, yeah, this is one of the two matches on the card that I really didn't want, that I really didn't want to see happen. And the fact that I haven't stayed in place at WrestleMania, like, out of all places. Like, uh, like out of all, like, pay-per-views. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think it's taken, like... I think that's a fucking piss take and a half. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, um... All I'm going to say, Pat McAfee to win. Right? There we go. Uh, match number four... Uh, no, uh, one, two, three. Yeah, match number four I've got down uh, is um, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. All I want to say is that I actually predict for Johnny Knoxville to win, right? This is the other match, uh, if you didn't guess or if you haven't actually guessed already, that I didn't want to see on this card at WrestleMania in the slightest. Do you know what I mean? Um, um... But you know what? I actually predict for Johnny Knoxville to win. Do you know what I mean? Because I get that WWE want to try and bring in on like, the other cage and all sort of 
celebrity guest, give them something like in-ring time, put them up um, in a some sort of feud against some sort of Tom Dick and Harry, because uh, they have done in the past, you know what I mean? Because um, you look at Floyd Mayweather and uh, the big show, right, when they had that boxing match at WrestleMania, whatever the fuck it was, right? Um, and... Uh, yeah, so they've also had various other fucking people wrestle, do you know what I mean, um, in WWE uh, in the past, do you know what I mean? Um, they had, is it um, Stephen Amell, who was in the Arrow? Uh, he's wrestled for WWE, um, like a handful of times. Um, Stephen Amell then ended up, funnily enough, becoming a member of the Bullet Club, and uh, ended up competing at uh, All Out. Um, no, no, uh, all in even uh, on September first in twenty eighteen. Uh, so yeah, like ended up competing, like ended up becoming like a part time member, like a uh, partial like inside like part time member of the uh, Bullet Club, and uh, ended up having a match against I can't actually remember who. Um, uh, uh, all in back in September of twenty eighteen, before the elite ended up collapsing the Bullet Club. But, uh, yeah, so anyways, um, but yeah, um, as I've said, I actually predict for Johnny Knoxville to win, do you know what I mean? Because you don't have somebody from Jackass uh, come into WWE like, excuse me, like you don't have someone come in from Jackass like Johnny Knoxville, right? You, you, know, you don't have Johnny Knoxville come in, right, to compete at WrestleMania, right, just to then bugger him off again, do you know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah so I actually predict for Johnny Knoxville to beat um, Sami Zayn so there we go um, and yeah so match number 5 uh, I've got down is for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships where Queen Zelina Vega and Carmella uh, will be defending their WWE Women's Tag Team Championships uh, against Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia um, versus, uh, as well as uh, Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Um, this, I think, is actually going to be a very, very good match. Fatal four-way uh, women's tag team match. Right, you've got some high-quality uh, female wrestlers in this match. You've got a, a, a couple of veterans. So WWE uh, uh, in that match, um, uh, a few people, like a couple of people, have been in uh, WWE for a while. Natalia has uh, been on, has been in WWE uh, near enough a decade, right? Um, I think like a decade plus now. Uh, she's been with WWE, um, and uh, Naomi's been there the better part of I want to say six, seven years, maybe a bit longer. Uh, like what? What year are we now? Two thousand twenty. I want to say about eight years, maybe eight years. Naomi's been with WWE, um, eight nine years. Um, so yeah, like another. Uh, so yeah, like another veteran to WWE as well uh, in the match. Um, and yeah, like who we got? Who's actually in the match? Who's previously held titles in WWE? Uh, so you've got uh, Carmella, uh, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Rhea Ripley. Uh, no, hang on. So, Carmella, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Rhea Ripley, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. So, six 
out of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So six out of the eight women in this match have previously held titles in WWE. Do you know what I mean? That's quite an achievement. Uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, that's that's a pretty good thing, if you ask me. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, like I don't speak about women's wrestling much, right? Not because I, I don't like women's wrestling, right? Because I do. Do you know what I mean? I've rated some women's matches quite highly in the past. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to this match. Do you know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah, seeing just both the Raw and SmackDown women's titles are both online on Saturday on night one. Um, I think that this is definitely given... Um, I, I definitely think that this match is helping put women's wrestling... Uh, back on the map where where it deserves to be as well and give the women uh, wrestlers just as much respect as the men do you know what I mean because I was a massive fan of the women's revolution in WWE do you know what I mean I was a massive fan of it do you know what I mean um, and uh, yeah like I have got high expectations uh, for for this um, women's tag team title match um, and uh, yeah like, I do think it'll be a, a very very I do think it'll actually be uh, a very, very good match. My predicted winners, though, are Sasha Banks and Naomi. Do you know what I mean? Because they've... Over, since they've been teaming together, right, I think that there's been a bit of a spark in both of them, right? They've, to me, gained a lot more respect from the WWE Universe, right, as a tag team together, Right? Especially from myself, do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, I've always respected Sasha Banks and Naomi. Always treated them as a pair of baby faces, right? Even when they were with Tamina Snooker uh, in a beautiful and dangerous uh, BAD. Fuck it out, that's going back seven years. That's going back, what, seven years now? Do you know what I mean? 2015, 2015, 2016. Um, and uh, yeah, like, I. I I've rated, I've I've always rated both of them as um, uh, like as baby faces. Do you know what I mean? Because to me, they're two fantastic wrestlers and two of the very best women wrestlers that the WWE have ever actually had. Do you know what I mean? Just listening to Sasha Banks's um, Eddie Guerrero story, right? Um, Eddie Guerrero, obviously, unfortunately passed away on a Sunday um, and Sasha Banks had tickets to Monday Night Raw the day after right um, Sasha Banks was completely oblivious to um, the passing of Eddie Guerrero um, she didn't actually know that he died he, she didn't actually know that Eddie Guerrero wasn't there because she she only her parents had only actually booked tickets for for them to go just so Sasha Banks can see Eddie Guerrero, um, and and yeah, like to me, like if I was Eddie Guerrero, that would honestly make me so happy as a wrestler. The fact that how someone's there specifically to watch, like to watch you, do you know what I mean? Um, uh, like these got out of the way to buy tickets probably booked time probably had time off school probably um, uh, already had plans that day and then had to 
uh, rearrange plans just uh, just to go to that WWE event. Do you know what I mean? And um, when the show had started, um, uh, um, well, she noticed that quite a few people had signs saying "Rest in Peace, Eddie," right? And Sasha Banks uh, had originally noticed um, that, well, she originally thought even that Eddie Guerrero was facing The Undertaker uh, on that night of uh, Raw, right? Because obviously Undertaker, rest in peace, rest in peace, yada, 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 right? The dead man. Right, obviously, the other thing is coming, yada yada yada. Um, so she originally thought that um, uh, Undertaker was gonna wrestle Eddie Guerrero, right? Um, and she even asked um, uh, somebody who was um, sitting quite close to her um, if it was true that um, that they were that they were gonna end up wrestling, right? Um, and it was the fan that told her um, that Eddie's not gonna wrestle no more. Um, nobody's gonna wrestle any no more because he's uh, he unfortunately passed away literally 24 hours before. Do not excuse me. Do not I mean. Um, and yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that Sasha Banks was heartbroken. She specifically only actually went to that show to see Eddie Guerrero and literally she was completely oblivious to the fact that how she went to an event uh, or like a show to see one man and the fact that how the man who she specifically went to go see passed away without like without her knowing do you know what I mean um, but uh, yeah she was like, I remember uh, Sasha Banks um, saying like um, on a few um, videos and a few sort of like uh, interviews that I've seen her do that if it wasn't for Eddie Guerrero then we wouldn't see then we wouldn't have seen Sasha Banks do you know what I mean um, and like to me right to, uh, if somebody like obviously I do these podcasts right I do the Nordic Pro podcast right and if um, and if a fan of the, of the Nerdic Pro podcast right, were to come up to me tomorrow and say, uh, or to message me tomorrow, or to message me now and say that they're doing podcasts specifically because of my podcasts, my podcasts have, in, have like have influenced them to start up their own podcast, right? That would make me feel really, really happy. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, right? Um, and to know that what, like, what I'm doing, the content that I'm creating, right, for your guys' entertainment has influenced somebody to start doing a similar sort of content uh, and start up their own podcast because of myself. Do you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure that's what Eddie Guerrero would be thinking, right? If he was still about today, right? I'm pretty sure that he'd be the happiest. 
I'm pretty sure that he would be happy, Larry, um, uh, and be the happiest man alive knowing that he has influenced uh, Sasha Banks to become a wrestler. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think it was, again, mainly because of Eddie Guerrero um, passing away um, that proper had Sasha Banks uh, in dedicated into the world of wrestling, into the world of professional wrestling, making her want to compete, right, um, for, like, wanting to make Eddie Guerrero proud. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, yeah, the fact on how somebody can be so influenced by another wrestler or, like, by somebody else and get into the same sort of business and industry by being influenced by somebody else, I think is incredible. Do you know what I mean? Like, wrestling is is pretty much the prime example of influence, uh, of uh, influencers. Do you know what I mean? You look at guys like uh, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, The Ultimate Warrior, uh, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, John Cena... Edge, excuse me, uh, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, right? How many people have got into the wrestling business because of them? You look at the NFL, right? How many people have got into American football because of the likes of Tom Brady? Do you know what I mean? How many people have got into basketball because of guys like Shaquille O'Neal, um, or fucking, um, uh, I don't know, Anthony Davis, or, um, fucking Michael Jordan, uh, like basketball, like, like you look at basketball, right? How many people have been influenced to get into basketball and continuously play basketball because of the likes of Big Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, Anthony Davis, uh, Michael Jordan, right? Like, like you look at soccer. Um, how many people have been influenced by the likes of Pele, uh, Maradona, um, fucking uh, Ronaldinho, Wayne Rooney, Gareth Bale, um, fucking Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Lionel Messi, um, Alexis Sanchez. Um, Alexa, shush. Alexa, shush. Fuck it out, she probably shook the life out of me there. Uh, Alexa, shush. Yeah, her, she went off. Fuck it out. That's obviously what I said, like, Alexa Sanchez. Oh, fuck it out. So I said Alexa Sanchez, and then my Alexa went off. And fuck me, that probably shook the life out of me. Shush. Alexa, shush. Shush. Uh, but uh, yeah, fuck me. <laughs> so yeah, like you look at guys like Ronaldinho, Gareth Bale, Pele, Maradona, Wayne Rooney, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. Do you know what I mean? How many kids have they influenced to get into football? Do you know what I mean? Like to get into soccer? Do you know what I mean? And like you look at Eddie Guerrero on Sasha Banks. Do you know what I mean? Like the amount of uh, moves that um, Sasha Banks has been um, like is. Uh, taken into her own persona and taken into her own arsenal uh, from Eddie Guerrero's uh, wardrobe of moves um, and arsenal of moves uh, and an arsenal of moves as well. Do you know what I mean? 
So, yeah, uh, that's why I predicted for Sasha Banks and Naomi to pick up the victory. Now, match number six of seven is the dream match um, that I had my uh, predicted match of the night um, between the WWE Hall of Famer, the rated R superstar Edge, uh, taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles. Excuse me. So this is the match that I've been wanting to see for quite a while, do you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah, so... I personally do have quite high hopes for this match and would like to see be a near full star rated. I rate matches out of seven, right? Um, but from this extravaganza that I'm doing, that we, that myself and Connor are doing, uh, this podcast in uh, extravaganza, I'm lowering it down to five from now on. Um, so. Um, uh, so yeah, like I'm gonna. So I'm, I'm hoping that this match will probably be like a good three and a half star at least out of five, because um, you got two uh, brilliant, fantastic wrestlers, right? Two wrestlers, two people that know how to work a match, know how to tell a story, know how to tell that match's story, know how to tell um, a, like a few like a storyline. Um, my like feud uh, storyline, do you know what I mean? They know how to do this, they know how to do that, do you know what I mean? And, um, and yeah, so, like, they know how to do it all, do you know what I mean? And, um, and yeah, so this is, um, uh, something that I, this is something I cannot actually, uh, wait to see, do you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, I've rated for Edge, to pick up the victory uh, and beat AJ Styles. Um, so yeah, um, now we have got the main events uh, of WrestleMania 38 of both nights of the 2022 WrestleMania, being the unification match of Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for both the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship, right? Brock Lesnar defending his WWE Championship, the head of the table defending his, uh, oh, the, the head of the table, Roman Reigns defending his uh, Universal Championship, right? Title for title, winner takes all, right? And as far as I'm aware, uh, either uh, this coming Monday or this coming. And like the like the Raw after Mania, it's either the Raw after Mania or the SmackDown after Mania. We will be introduced to the uh, unified championship, where both titles will be put into one, and there will be a belt, a brand new championship belt um, uh, design that the future champions. Of the unified and the unificated um, championship uh, will hold from then on. Um, so yeah, um, uh, so yeah, from Sunday going forward. Uh, so yeah, my predicted winner is, funnily enough, Brock Lesnar because I personally rate Brock Lesnar a lot more than what I actually do. Roman Reigns he's a lot of more than welcome to actually disagree. Um, like as much as you will please 
so yeah, uh, please do give me an air bashing if you um, disagree with any of my um, uh, of my uh, predictions uh, from uh, these from the predictions of Night Two of Mania, and uh, and yeah, so um, so yeah, I've got for Brock Lesnar to win uh, the match and become the new unified champion. Uh, so yeah, um, my predicted. So I want to go back through the uh, through the card, um, uh, and uh, as I normally do, and just um, uh, sort of like refresh your memories on who I think will win what match, because uh, I do tend to to go on a tangent um, of um, like win certain matches, talk about certain wrestlers, like for five ten minutes. Right, and then completely forget what fucking match I was on. Uh, so yeah, so I've got for Bobby Lashley to beat Amas, Raw Tag Team Titles, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. I've got for the RK Bros to retain. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. I've got a uh, Pat McAfee victory. Sami Zayn versus uh, Jackasses. Uh, Johnny Knoxville. Uh, I've got for Johnny Knoxville to win. Uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match Queen Zelina and Carmella defending the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships against Naomi and Sasha Banks Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan and Natalia and Shayna Baszler I've got for Sasha Banks and Naomi to become the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions um, Edge versus uh, WWE Hall of Famer the rated R superstar Edge versus AJ Styles. I want this down for my match of the night. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, so, um, so yeah, I want this down for my match of the night. Um, no rather down match of match of the night. Uh, so yeah, I've got Edge to pick up the victory and beat AJ Styles. Um, and the WWE uh, championship and Universal Championship unification matches uh, match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I've got for Brock Lesnar to win and become the new unified WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship and Heavyweight Champion. Um, so yeah, um, this year's Mania obviously isn't including the Intercontinental or, or United States Championships. Right, which I personally am quite pissed off with, right, as are many people. Um, but, um, yeah, either way, like, you can't complain, do you know what I mean? Because there's still a few matches that, um, that I would rate highly, um, and, uh, like, from the card, uh, uh, from both nights. Uh, but either way, um, yeah, like, night two is, I think, definitely going to be the better night. Um, of uh, out of night one and night two, but yeah, anyways, thank you very much for listening to this segment. Um, and please do join me over on the third segment of this podcast, uh, where I predict NXT Stand and Deliver 2022 um, of WrestleMania 38 weekend. Um, and yeah, so thank you very much. See you in a sec. Right, so welcome back, guys, um, to the third, uh, well, yeah, the third segment of this podcast, uh, of today's podcast. Um, 
of the three podcasts in one podcast here on Anchor and Spotify podcasts, where this third and final uh, miniature podcast segment um, uh, and this uh, prediction is going to be my my personal predictions of uh, NXT Stand and Deliver of April 2022 slash WrestleMania 38 weekend um, predictions. Um, excuse me. This card is, in fact, as well, a seven-match card, right? Um, and will be featuring some of the top wrestlers currently signed to a WWE contract, Right? Um and uh yeah, either signed to a to a um like to an NXT contract or signed to a WWE contract. Um and uh yeah, so um there are seven matches on the card, um and let's jump right into it. So yeah, match number one that I've got down is for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, uh, where Toxic Attraction of Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane uh, will be defending their Tag Team Championships against um, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Now, recently, Toxic Attraction uh, of... um, Gigi and JC, as well as Mandy Rose, have been having a bit of a feud with Raquel uh, Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, which I definitely think that this is one of the. Um, uh, I, I definitely, I think that this match, like this feud between um, both sets of women, uh, is a bit fifty-fifty. Some segments uh, between them have been better than others, um, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, my personal predictions um, for the match is that it's going to be a retain uh, of the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships uh, of Toxic Attraction between Gigi Dolan uh, and JC Jane uh, beating Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Now, match number two that I've got down uh, is for the NXT uh, North American Championship. Where Kamala, uh, where Kamala Harris, uh, Kamala Harris, fucking idiot, um, Camilo uh, Hayes will be defending the NXT North American Championship against um, Santos Escobar, um, Solo Sokoa, uh, Grayson Waller, uh, and uh, formerly known as Trevor Lee in um, TNA, Cameron Grimes. Um, Carmelo Hayes has obviously recently unified the NXT North American and NXT Cruiserweight Championships together. Um, I didn't actually really see the point on uh, on them actually unifying both belts, but you know I don't work for WWE. I don't work for. Uh, I do not actually work for WWE Creative or NXT Creative in this sense. So, who am I to judge? I'm just a 17-year-old British uh, wrestling fan, podcaster, do you know what I mean? Um, So, yeah. um, Santos Escobar, obviously former NXT um, Cruiserweight champion. He won the uh, NXT, uh, well, the the interim 
excuse me, he won the interim uh, Cruiserweight Championship uh, just as the pandemic era kicked in when um, uh, Jordan Devlin was landlocked in Ireland and the United Kingdom. Because uh, obviously due to travel restrictions, due to COVID, he wasn't actually able to leave um, the Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland, England, Scotland and Wales. Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, uh, so he was then regularly competing on NXT UK and uh, defended uh, the actual uh, Cruiserweight Championship there um, against the likes of Trent Seven. Tyler Bate and uh, A Kid, um, uh, as well as others. Um, so yeah, um, um, Santos Escobar won the uh, interim championship tournament, and I think ended up winning the actual championship. Just the storm and Jordan Devlin was then able to get back into America and then go back uh, onto mainstream NXT. Um, Solo uh, Sokoa is obviously a member of the um, American uh, Bulldogs family, or, or whatever you call him. Um, well, like, whatever you call him. So he's he's related to the likes of Roman Reigns. Uh, he's the younger brother, actually, to the Usos, uh, to uh, to Jimmy and Jay Uso. Uh, so yeah, he's obviously related to them, related to Roman Reigns, related to The Rock, related to Yokozuna, related to Omaga, related to Arthur and Seeker. Uh, of the um, uh, American bulldozers, or the American bulldozer machines, or the American bulldozers, whatever they're called, or whatever they were called. Um, but um, yeah, so um, but, yeah, like, I'm watching like an episode of NWA What's This Power uh, Series 8, Episode 1, and the opening matches for the NWA Worlds. Junior Heavyweight Championship, where the newly crowned champion Homicide is defending the title against Austin Aries, and Austin Aries looks about thirty years older than what he did two years ago, to know that like what he did uh, three years ago in fucking Defiant, to know about three four years ago in Defiant, but you know, uh, but uh, yeah, anyways, um, so yeah, Grayson Waller, I don't really know too much about him or um, his background. Uh, Santos Escobar, um, he was a huge name in CMLL and AAA over in Mexico, um, uh, might I add. Cameron Grimes, um, formerly, known, formerly known as um, Trevor Lee in Total Non-Top Action TNA. He is a former TNA X Division champion um, and I believe a former tag team champion as well with Andrew Everett. Um so yeah, Cameron Grimes is a fantastic wrestler. Do you know what I mean? Um, like all the wrestlers uh, in this match are fantastic wrestlers. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like I deny uh, on that. So match number three. Well, before I actually forget, I've got Santos Escobar to actually win the match and become the new NXT North American Champion. Uh, so yeah, match number three that I've got down. Bearing in mind, I might add, right, this goes for the last prediction as well for the WrestleMania 38 predictions, right? The order that I actually say that I predict matches in uh, may not necessarily be the order 
of match uh, of matches that will actually take place on my card. I just write matches down at random as I find them uh, when I write down the um, card on a bit of paper um, to then predict to you guys. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so in no particular order, uh, like I might add uh, as well. So match number three that I've got written down. Uh, that's why I say match number whatever of what I've got written down. Uh, so yeah, match number three of, of what I've got written down um, is Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo, again, he's not someone who I actually know much about. Um, Tommaso Ciampa, right, he had a fucking immense feud, incredible feud against Johnny Gargano after them, uh, them two had uh, split up from DIY. Right, um, they ended up getting Dave Meltzer's first six-star rating match in something like six years when they had a match in, I want to say, 2017 or 2018, I think it was. Right, Dave Meltzer ended up um, rating uh, one of their matches um, at NXT TakeOver Chicago. I think it was back in, I want to say, 2018, um, 2017, 2018, right? Um, and uh, Dave Meltzer rated it as his first six-star rated match in over six years. Do you know what I mean? Um, and the match they had then was fucking incredible. The feud that they had after the DIY collapse after they just lost the tag, the NXT tag team titles to the Authors of Pain of AOP, right? Um, and then uh, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, well, uh, Johnny Wrestling of Johnny Gargano uh, had his head turned, uh, right? Um, sort of faking the fans and all that. And then uh, Tommaso Ciampa then comes up behind him and then starts beating the shit out of him. Right, and then from there we've seen, in my opinion, the best feud in NXT history. Do you know what I mean? Because then in 2017, 2018, right, were the best two years in NXT in NXT history. They were like the matches, the match qualities, the matches, the feuds, the storylines, the storytellings, right, the title matches, the title storylines were epic. They were incredible. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, again, like 2017, 2018, right? We saw like an uprising in Ring of Honor. We saw an uprising uh, in uh, Major League Wrestling, MLW. Fucking um, Lucha Underground, unfortunately, went out of business uh, in, I want to say, 2019. But uh, yeah, like also, we saw like, um, like a. Um, um, uprise obviously with Ring of Honor, New Japan, Progress Wrestling, British Wrestling was um, slowly but surely being put back on the map with companies like Progress, uh, Defiant, and Insane Championship Wrestling of ICW. Um, they were putting British Wrestling back on the map, right? Helping um, uh, like build the NXT UK roster. Right, um, and uh, yeah, so back then they, there was a massive uprising in NXT and independent wrestling as well. Um, and 2017-2018 uh, were definitely two of my most favourite years of uh, professional wrestling. 
like all professional wrestling history, especially since I've been a fan, like in 13 years that I've actually been a fan. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, um, yeah, it's also a chat that I think will pick up the victory against uh, Tony D'Angelo. Again, I, I don't really know too much about him. Um, uh, so, yeah, anyways, uh, so I'm, I'm predicting for Tommaso Ciampa to beat Tony D'Angelo. So, moving on, we've got the NXT Women's Championship on the line, uh, where Mandy Rose of uh, Toxic Attraction, the leader of Toxic Attraction, will be defending her NXT Women's Championship against um, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and the Scottish psycho of Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray for the WCPW slash Defiant Women's Champion, former NXT UK Women's Champion, former Insane Championship Wrestling, ICW Women's Champion, former, excuse me, excuse me, I do apologise, excuse me, um, uh, former, I also believe, OTT over in Ireland, over the top wrestling um, women's champion over there. Do you know what I mean? She's been there, done it all. Do you know what I mean? She's a Scottish psycho, Scottish psychopath, Scottish warrior. Do you know what I mean? One of the greatest wrestlers to ever come out of Scotland, without a doubt. Right? I remember seeing her in ICW, in Insane Championship Wrestling, and in Defiant Wrestling, and in WCPW, What Culture Pro Wrestling. Right, I had some amazing matches there um, for the ICW and Defiant slash WCPW Women's Championships. Do you know what I mean? Um, and especially some fucking hardcore matches that she had as well, that she'd be on, especially in uh, ICW. Um, uh, she was in the uh, Iraq Null. Uh, ICW Queen of Insanity uh, ladder match and fuck my boots sideways that was fucking brutal uh, but uh, yeah so yeah she's one class wrestler right which is why I'm predicting uh, for Kaylee Ray to become your new NXT Women's Champion um, uh, so yeah um yeah, I, I'm predicting for Kaylee Ray to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, and beat Io Shirai, beat Cora Jade, and beat Mandy Rose, and dethrone um, Mandy Rose uh, of her NXT Women's Championship. Um, uh, so, yeah, anyways, um, moving on, uh, we've got... Um, Match number five uh, of Imperium for the NXT uh, Tag Team Championships, right? Um, of Imperium of Fabian Eichner, excuse me, and uh, Marcel Barthel versus Brutus and Julius Creed of the Creed Brothers versus MSK of Nash Carter and Wes Lee, formerly known excuse me, as the Young Bucks, not the fucking Young Bucks, formerly known as the Rascals in Impact Wrestling slash TNA with the current uh, Impact slash TNA X Division Champion of Trey Miguel. Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, 
I don't really think that this is going to be a, like, too much of a good match. Do you know what I mean? I'll probably say average, or two and a half, probably borderline two and a quarter. Do you know what I mean? Uh, rated match. But, you know, like, I could be wrong. Uh, my predicted winners for the match are Fabian Agner and Marcel Barfell um, to retain the NXT Tag Team Champion. So, Imperium retaining the Tag Team Championships. Um, so, yeah, um... I don't really expect a uh, lot for this match. But anyway, so moving on, we've got Eli Drake, now known as L.A. Knight, uh, taking on Volta, right? I refuse to go on him, Gunther, right? Gunther, or Walter, right? Fucking hardest chops, right? That you'll fucking find in professional wrestling. Do you know what I mean? He will fucking chop the living shit out of you, right, and fucking make you unconscious to breathe, do you know what I mean, uh, so, um, uh, so, yeah, um, uh, I've predicted for Rolter versus LA Knight to pick up the victory, um, uh, and beat LA Knight or Eli Drake or whatever the fuck he's actually being called, um, so, yeah, like, I personally do rate, I would personally predictively Rating this match quite highly, do you know what I mean? Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, then the main event of match number seven of NXT Stand and Deliver uh, April 2022 over WrestleMania 38 slash 2022 weekend is for the NXT Championship. Dolph Ziggler puts his NXT Championship on the line against... The former NXT champion, Rick Steiner's uh, soon to be inducted in literally a matter of like a couple hours. Soon to be inducted, WWE Hall of Famous son of Rick Steiner, uh, Bron Breaker, right? This is something that I could not figure out in the slightest, right? I get that you want to put fucking uh, main roster WWE guys down in NXT, right? Uh, Cole Cabana's just fucking won a match. Uh, on the Red Waller Supercard of Honor um, uh, pre-show. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm just watching the pre-show of uh, Supercard of Honor, uh, of Supercard of Honor on uh, YouTube now. And uh, Cole Commander just defeated who the fuck that is. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, like, I get that you want to send guys um, like Dolph Ziggler and Samoa Joe and Finn Balor and AJ Styles and Bobby or slash Robert Roode down there just to... Uh, uh, have wrestlers that are already down in um, NXT like the um, uh, privilege to say that they've wrestled guys like AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, yada yada yada, but to give uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, the NXT championship, right? Um, I think it's a bit too early, do you know what I mean? Because um, you can tell that they're quite clearly fucking running out of storylines for Dolph Ziggler uh, and Robert Roode. So my predictions is, give it 18 months, give it a year and a half, then we'll probably end up seeing fucking uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode in fucking AEW, do you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, anyways, my predicted winner for the match is Bron Breaker. Um, so yeah, like I would personally rate this a very, very good match. Um, but uh, yeah, so to give you a bit of a rundown on my predictions uh, for NXT Stand and Deliver, uh, 2022 of the WrestleMania 38 slash 2022 uh, weekend. 
Uh, match number one, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, Toxic Attraction, Gigi uh, Dolin and JC Jane versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I've got a retain for Toxic Attraction. Um, my match of the night is the NXT North American Championship match um, where Carmelo Hayes will be defending against um, uh, Santos Escobar, Solo, uh, Sokoa, Grayson Waller and Cameron Grimes. This is going to be my match of the night. I've got for Santos Escobar to win. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa to beat um, Tony D'Angelo. NXT Women's Championship, Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade versus Io Shirai versus Kaylee Ray. Um, for Kaylee Ray to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Um, Imperium of Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel versus the Korean Brothers versus um, fighting uh, MSK. Um, I've got a retain for Imperium that matched for the NXT Tag Team titles. Um, LA Knight versus Walter slash Gunther. Uh, I've got for Gunther slash Walter to win. Uh, and the NXT Championship, Dolph Ziggler um, defending against Bron Breaker. I've got for a new champion crowned of Bron Breaker. Um, so yeah, thank you very much to each and every single one of you who have listened to this podcast. It means a lot. Um, and stay tuned for the other podcasts in this massive Nerdic Pro extravaganza that myself and Connor are conducting. Uh, there are going to be 13 plus podcasts uh, between now and Tuesday. I think we're four down already, so we've only got nine more left. Uh, so yeah, anyway, thank you very much. I've been Bobby Salazar, and I shall see all you guys later on. I- I've been Bobby Salazar. So yeah, thank you very much. I shall be seeing you guys later on. Goodbye, take care. Look after yourselves. Goodbye.